0: will you bow your heads with me? Lord I am a sinner and you are a savior and that's a good combination (laughs) I am so grateful today because we all come before you with brokenness, tangled in lies Trying to be authentic and tell the truth, I hope, and yet falling short. There are so many ways to fall short of having a heart that's motivated by love all the time, like yours is. And I'm asking you to take my brokenness and my broken words and make them beautiful today. I'm asking that your spirit would go to each person during this service and speak the words they need to hear because we came needing a blessing this morning. We come needing a fresh word from you for you to place your hand on our shoulder or on our face or give us a hug to your heart. And so I'm asking and I'm giving you permission to speak through me and to have your way this morning and then to take us from here more healed and more beautiful. Amen. I love coming to second service. I love all the services, I really actually do. There's a part of my heart that I love the people that come to first, and I love the things that go on at third, but you know what I love about second, is I feel like I can just really be myself, just fully be myself, because I feel like you come being yourself, and I feel like you come with as much authenticity and vulnerability as I feel comfortable with bringing It's been quite the month at the Patterson House, and I think it's been a month at the Anderson House, too. Because the reason that I'm here today is because um, Pastor Bernie's voice is not holding out. He's been sick. And Pastor Jeff woke up in the middle of the night coughing so hard I thought I was going to have to try to put a lung back in him. It was so terrible sounding and um he's preaching first and third and i thought if this man does not rest he's no way he's going to get through third and i did third last week for him so i better do second <laughs> i d- better do second this week <laughs> so praise jesus let it let it be good for y'all let it be good um because it's been quite the month we moved this month to a new house and the day after we moved Jeff left to Andrews to work on his doctoral project with my encouragement to go and do it even though we've just moved and then Aaron got sick with influenza B which is a bad bad flu he was sick for over a week with a bad fever and then Ariel got it and then Jeff got it and he still has the the hacking cough a friend of mine said I'm gonna get that I said the flu fairy has visited us and banged us upside the head with influenza B and she said I'm gonna get that flu fairy. I'm gonna find her and beat her upside the head with a thermometer (laughs) and I'm glad for that I think B stands for Beatrice if you're looking for her Um, she's bad she's bad this morning um, I woke up with a song from a Daniel video, no it was the David video that Ariel likes to watch from the Like and Bible series and in it by, uh, David is singing and he's singing It is my time and the Lord has need of me and Jesus said it's your time this morning again I have need of you you need to ask Jeff If he wants you to preach so that he can make it through third and so here I am not because um, I'm anything other than a willing vessel this morning I stand before you and I'm pretty tired because I'm also fighting the sinus infection and doing double and triple duty. And I've just been trying to do the right thing for so long, just the next right thing. Okay, Jesus, what's the next right thing? What do I do now? Who needs me most? Is it my students? Is it my husband? Is it a child? Is it as a friend? It's certainly the laundry calling out to me. <laughs> Who needs me right now? where do I focus and just trusting him to help me know what the next best thing to do is and I wonder how do you find yourself this morning is your heart and mind racing or is it at rest are you like Martha troubled and worried about many things or are you possibly so tied up in that worry, in that busyness, that you, like Martha, are looking at Mary and saying, Could you just get up and help a second? Are you looking at somebody and saying, Would you just pull your share for once? Or maybe you're like Sarah and Abraham who have been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. For God to make good on just one promise that you've been waiting for. And you're kind of heart sick. And you're kind of tired. And you're wondering if God loves everybody but you. And you're wondering does he even exist or if he exists what is blocking my communication to him because he's not answering me. I have such good news for you this morning, whether you're Martha or Sarah, whether you're Abraham, or just you, because there's an ancient invitation that is still really current and present and good, that Jesus spoke to people in Matthew, if you wanna turn with me or it'll be on the screen. It's in Matthew chapter 11, at the very end verses 28 through 30 an ancient invitation that Jesus currently extends to you he says come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I the Lord of the universe am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light if you're feeling burdened today this invitation is from you for you from Jesus if you're feeling heavy and if you're little or if you just haven't been into the ancient near eastern literature recently you might wonder what is a yoke. And I'm just reminding you maybe that a yoke is not the center of an egg that you avoid or that you like hard or that Jesus is telling you take it over easy. This yoke is a simple tool that they used in the ancient Near East and in some places in third world countries today to harness the two most powerful engines they had that would help them plow their field and have enough to eat and that was an ox and it was a simple wooden implement to yoke it to another ox so you have a two ox motor and in the ancient Near East the ox represented power and it represented a leader and it came it was a pictograph that looked like a simple ox head that came to be when it was stood up on its legs RA and the number one and it's what came to be put together with the shepherd's crook another emblem of authority and leadership and care for the people and those words together do you know how you said those two pictographs together strong authority and and the leadership of the people El it was the word for God it came to be El El Shaddai Nathaniel, gift of God together it came to be what people thought of as God and your God is saying come to me I know you have your work you have my my grandma used to say everybody has a row to hoe but you were made to hoe it hooked up to a serious power machine you were made to be hooked up to somebody who was offered to be your burden bearer have you ever thought about the invitation that God has given you to put your burdens on him like what in the world? you're our God and you're inviting us to leave burdens on you when I think of burden bearer I think of those little cute donkeys and you pack them up and you take them with you Um, and you're my God I should I'm your servant I should be carrying your loads and God says to me sweetheart you're not strong enough you're not strong enough you can't carry your own sin and you can't carry the weight of worry so let me do that for you you just do the work in front of you and let me carry the worry this morning your God is inviting you into soul rest and I don't know what you think of when you think of soul rest I think of a deep untroubled rest an untroubled heart and mind that comes from forgiveness and the ability to forgive others and the ability to just trust in God a sense of safety and well-being despite what circumstances look like what a gift And it's our inheritance as daughters and sons of God. Soul rest. Are you weary? Are you burdened? I want to talk to you about trust this morning. Because most of us don't have a truth problem. We have a trust problem. And what we need the most faith for is to believe that God is as good as the Bible says he is and to let it make a difference right now to our everyday life why should you trust God well here's a simple reason because the Bible says so and I want to just go over with you a bunch of Bible verses in a row I want you to hear truth one thing after another because I think you know beloved sons and daughters of Jesus that you don't hear truth a lot in the world you don't hear it in culture you don't hear it in songs unless you're listening to inspired ones you don't see it on movies you don't hear it in the office as much as you might like and I love church and one reason I love it is because I can just hear truth And so I want you to just get a clean, invigorating, encouraging, energizing stream of truth this morning from the word of God. And if you know any of these verses, feel free to say them out loud and along with me. You can say them in the KJV, you can say them in the NIV, in the NLT, in the message, whatever you know it in. If you feel like saying them along, please do. We're going to start with Joshua 1.9. This was my husband's family's family text joshua 1 9 have I not commanded you? be strong and courageous it's not foolish to be that he's commanded us do not be afraid do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go from 2nd Samuel seven twenty eight. sovereign Lord you are God your covenant is trustworthy and you promised these good things to your servant Psalms 9 and 10 9 verse 10 the psalmist loved to talk about trust in God and to encourage us to do it he says those who know your name trust in you O Lord for you Lord have never forsaken those who seek you what does it say church does it say Once in a while you forsake those. Sometimes you forsake those who seek you. What does it say? You never never do. You never do. He's trustworthy. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. Some trust in the stock market. Some in political powers. Some in their intelligence. Some in their good looks. Some trust in their friends. Some trust... good planning some trust in their bank account but we trust in the name of the Lord our God I trust in you Lord I say you're my God and when I'm afraid I put my trust in you Lord Almighty blessed is the one who trusts in you if you're blessed when you trust in the Lord what is the flip side of that what are you if you don't trust what's the opposite of blessed what is it you're cursed I don't like that word either but I want you to understand that when you are trusting in God you're blessed and when you don't you're bringing curses on yourself and we'll talk about some of them in a second Lord Almighty blessed is the one who trusts in you this is Ariel's current favorite verse do not let your hearts be troubled you believe in God believe also in me and my father's house are many mansions if it were not so I would have told you I go, Jesus said to his disciples who didn't want him to go to prepare a place for you and if I go I will come again and receive you unto myself so that where I am you may be also Is that the longing of your soul this morning? To be where Jesus is? That's God's longing. Here's one from Daniel. The king was overjoyed when Daniel was found alive in the pit of the lions the next morning. Are you in a pit today? Are you in a den of lions? Is that how it feels like to be you? and he ordered Daniel lifted out of the den and when Daniel was lifted from the den no wound was found on him because he had trusted in his God. There are a lot of times when I looked back on a situation and thought, man, I wish I had trusted because I wounded myself by not trusting and I wounded others by not trusting. I brought discouragement I brought harshness but I cannot remember one time when I looked back and I said boy that was a waste I wish I hadn't trusted God that time and from the last book and almost the last of the last book of the Bible he who was seated on the throne said I am making everything new write these words down for they are trustworthy and true you have a savior who loves you so much if you had any idea how much he loved you you would never worry again you would see the foolishness of it you would feel the waste of it of the vital energy that goes in to distrust and worry because God is trustworthy and that's what the great controversy is all about Satan said is he really? are you sure? can you trust his word? he said that? is he really good? does he have your best in mind? and he caused doubt in the angels and he caused distrust in Adam and Eve and you are currently experiencing the results of what that led to and I know some of you and I know the kind of things you're going through and they're the result of distrust in God of our mother and father of our race and what it brought in our lives. And some of the things we go through we bring on ourselves because of distrust. And we need peace, we need soul rest and we can't have it without trust in God. So how do you trust in God? Somebody uh, wrote me last week because this is essentially, I can never preach the same sermon twice because the Lord leads me different ways and, and because um, I, I'm not a manuscript preacher, I don't have it all neatly and beautifully crafted like my husband does. Um, But one of the ways we can trust God is waiting in joyful expectation of him and and one of the ways is just hanging on and one of the ladies that wrote me last week she said I really was blessed by your sermon I had a week similar to yours because I told you a little bit about this month and, and the sicknesses and the moving but what I didn't tell you is I had some really tough things that were relationship issues that really worried me and God came through even in those but it was a battlefield of the mind it was this fear is gonna happen and it's gonna be this and this and this and look at that future And God saying do you trust me do you trust me I'm trustworthy dig in and she said i just did that battle back and forth and i had i had put my trust in my thought i was quoting scriptures to myself was listening to inspirational music but i couldn't sleep at night and god said do you trust me what is the fear at the bottom of this and she got to that and she trusted god with it and she could sleep when we don't trust god what is the opposite it's distrust. And distrust is really not good for us because when you have a relationship with somebody and you don't trust them you can't even receive what they want to give you because you're wondering what strings are attached they show up with a gift and you think yeah what do they want for that they speak kindly to you and you think I wonder what they're really thinking they say hi and you think yeah hi back to you what you?" you don't you can't even receive something good from someone that you don't trust are you a prayer warrior are are you as one of my friends came up and said to me last week my husband says I'm his prayer worrier not his prayer warrior have you ever worried your way through prayer instead of leaving your burden with him after you prayed Today Jesus is saying, leave your burden with me. Worry brings heartache and headache, teeth grinding, hypertension, adrenaline depletion, ulcers. Fear and worry shunts blood away from your brain, away from your stomach and digestion and it puts you in this fight or flight mode that you probably don't need for the kind of worry you're experiencing it doesn't change anything for the good Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount but it does lead to evil in Psalm 37 Jesus says or or the Lord said through the Psalmist David do not fret It leads only to evil. And so I wanna leave you with this thought and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the amazing people that sang for us will close us out as I leave you with this. You guys can just go ahead and start playing. Every morning God asks you a question when you wake up. He says, you gonna trust me today? I'm trustworthy. And every morning you have a choice whether to answer him yes or no. I want you to think about what is the thing that you're most concerned about right now? What is the thing that could keep you awake at night if you let it? And I want you to put it in a sacred circle with God. And I want you to compare him. And I want you to ask yourself, is he big enough? Is your God strong enough? Is he faithful enough? Is he intelligent enough? Is he loving enough? Is he creative enough? Is he able? Is your God enough and will you trust him? When Gable was little, he said to me once, Mommy, may I have a cookie? Say yes. And this morning God says to you, will you trust me today? Say yes, because I'm trustworthy and I have so many ways I wanna bless you that I can't do it unless you trust me. May the God of hope bless you with joy and peace through the Holy Spirit as you trust in Him today, in this moment and on Monday and this week.
1: Say the Lord voice